Hello, this is James Parton on The Edge, and uh, what I want to talk to you about today is the music scene, Um, and specifically a great band called uh, The Black Keys. Uh, I actually have a connection with them in that I personally got to meet them several years ago um, at a music fest they used to have in Cincinnati, Ohio, called the Bunbury Music Festival, and uh, it it would take place on the riverfront of um, Cincinnati and it would showcase all the new indie bands, all the trend makers, everybody who was up and coming, anybody you wanted to watch because their music was good and they were starting to hit the charts and um, they were making an impression. And one of those groups was the Black Keys. And I was there um, Basically, I was on assignment uh, for the Cincinnati Examiner, which was an AXS uh, media uh, enterprise, a digital online newspaper. Uh, and I was covering the entertainment and music scene at the time. And also uh, a venture that I had started, which was the Cincinnati Gazette. And uh, it was pretty much, you know, um, for the same reason. I was covering all the big events that was happening in Cincinnati. Um, And I was there, um, you know, and um, my nephew was there with me. And he thought it was amazing because he was just, uh, you know, getting started in the music scene itself. And he got to meet all these uh, amazing artists uh, because, you know, he was a guitar player himself and did some blues and, um, you know, this was just amazing to see other people who were trying to do the same thing that he was doing. But uh, as for the Black Keys, um, you know, just a little bit about them. They started in 2001. Uh, they're from Akron, Ohio. And, um, you know, the two members, uh, Dan uh, Orkenbash, as well as... Um, you know, uh, Patrick uh, Carney, and uh, Patrick's on the drums, Dan's on the guitar and the vocals, and they started the band out of their garage, and they were recording in their garage, and they were playing in their garage, they were trying to hit, you know, any venue to get their name out there, they were doing like the small bar scene, the small clubs, Uh, they were doing festivals, uh, you know, restaurants, anything that could get them out there and their name out there. Uh, But when I met them, uh, they were coming back from, I believe, a tour in Europe. But, uh, you know, they were very friendly and uh, very open with me as I asked them some questions. Uh, And um, just a good band. And I heard their performance that night. And it was amazing. And I, I continue to be amazed by them. But, you know, they're kind of like a, a blues and rock mixture, you know, um, as a lot of the indie bands are, you know. Um, they were influenced by some people like uh, Junior uh, uh, Kimbrough and uh, R.L. Uh, Burnside, Howling Wolf, uh, Rodney Johnson uh, were some of their musical influences. And they were just, you know, kind of mixing that music in there, trying to find their way. And um, they continued. And uh, uh, basically, their first album on the um, 
you know, uh, a live album was Come On Up, and, um, you know, that got them a little bit of notoriety. And then they followed that up with, um, you know, uh, Rubber Factory, and then Attack and Release in 2006. And then, um, you know, uh, they were starting to build that name, but they just hadn't hit it yet. And then in 2010, uh, they came out with an album called Brother, and it had a single on it called Tighten Up, and it got three Grammy Awards. Uh, so, um, you know, they got that name. Uh, things are starting to happen. Then the following year, in 2011, they um, they uh, released another album, and it's my favorite album of theirs. Uh, it's called El Camino, and I think it's a lot of people's favorite. Uh, it's just because every song on that album is just amazing. I don't know about you, but, and I know there's no such thing as albums per se, but you know, when you go on Apple Music or one of the other venues, um, you want to buy an album or a recording where you can just listen to one of their songs right after another, you know, and every single song is going to be amazing. You just don't want that one hit wonder. Well, wasn't that good, but then you're done. You know, uh, on El Camino, um, they got a little bit of notoriety for uh, a song called Lonely Boy, which is great. It's a great song. Uh, but then they followed that up with other songs on there, which was like a dead and gone, gold on the ceilings, and one of my favorites, Little Black Submarines. But, you know, the whole album is great. But, you know, they continued, and, uh, you know, Amy, now uh, they're, um, you know, doing new music. In uh, 2022, they did Dropout Boogie. Um, which came out, and then um, they've had a hit single in April 2022, which it ain't over, so I don't think that band's anywhere uh, close to being gone. Um, and then just last year, No Loving uh, was a, a song that they released, or Tell Everybody, uh, that came out. Um, and then this year, um, they came out with uh, a single called Beautiful People, Staying High, taking in, uh, you know, uh, from their forthcoming uh, you know, studio album called Ohio Players, which is going to be coming out. So if you want uh, a band which has got that indie sound, a little punk, a little blues, a little garage rock, a little alternative, um, you know, maybe a little bit of psychedelic uh, and that old-fashioned rock and roll, then uh, basically the Black Keys is the band you want to hang with. So check out El Camino. Uh, I highly recommend it. Uh, check out some of their newer music uh, that they've released in the last couple of years. So, um, you know, um, they're going to be a band for a while, and um, they're going to be amazing uh, going forward, and they've been amazing so far. So until next time, take care. This is James Barton on the Edge. Peace out.